Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Intellectual Saviors. I am one of your hosts, Eric. And I am Michael, the other host of The Intellectual Saviors. Yeah. That's on The Intellectual Saviors Network. Mm Mm-hmm. Along with other fine shows that you can peruse. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I gotta say, dude, I... High uh, quality shit we got. Unlike you, because you don't support me, but I support you, so I checked out your fucking, your introductory show... I did, yeah. dude. I fucking love the uh, the Full Metal Jacket thing at the beginning. <laughs> I was like, like, "God damn it, that's so awesome! <laughs> it's so perfect." Yeah, I figured just like completely obliterate everybody's hopes and insult them all at the same time. No, that's the way you should do it because here you are all equally worthless. Yeah. <laughs> Let them know it because if they expect something like, "Oh, we expect," it, it's like, "Well, I told you." <laughs> it's like this show don't expect much because we ain't got much see yeah now we've warned you you've only wasted a minute of your time yep so after this everything else is on you true that mm-hmm. be sure like i said you can follow all of our fine shows on the uh, intellectual savers network <laughs> where you can you can reach us on facebook at the intellectual savers and on the twitter at the intel saviors well, I'll put links to all of our fine quality shows, our programming, whenever we do them. I don't know how often yep. you're going to be doing yours. Mine's been pretty hit or miss. It's been about a fucking it's, every two week thing the way I've been doing it. It's pretty much going to be hit or miss. Like, you, you just don't know. Yeah. So, it, look at it as filler. If you guys miss us when we're not doing this show, then yeah. maybe you'll have something else. Maybe. And I'm not really sure how... Uh, average uh, showtime you have, but I mean, mine are going to be pretty short, so. Yeah, well, I kind of, because mine's kind of a two-in-one thing, because I, like I've said on here before, I do the wrestling part of it, so I usually do my segment, whatever I want to bitch about, or if I have something, like I talked about false flag operations on last week's show, Yeah. So, so that was about the first half hour, and then about the next, you know, 20 minutes or so was wrestling talk. So I split it up. So if you don't like the wrestling shit, then I put it at the end of the show because that's the most niche The first half is usually my crazy conspiracy theory stuff or stupid things that I see in daily life that I want to complain about or whatever. So I try and break it up. It's a little bit of everything. A little something for everyone. <laughs> so... 
fuck you all if you don't listen to it, because I know that none <laughs> of you do, because I'm literally getting about fucking 25 hits a show, so hook a brother up. <laughs> hey, and we have got a couple more ratings. I think we've almost got, I think we almost got like 30 on this one, which is not really, really? good. We should have more than that by now. It's a little disappointed yeah, after in you, fucking the listener. four years. Yeah, I know we don't really push it. I'm starting to push it more because we got to get the... I want more fucking ratings. And I I want more, especially if you've never listened to us before. And you're listening to us now and like, man, okay, I'm already fucking... I hate you guys already. I can tell by the sound of your voice. Then please, please <laughs> go to iTunes and give us a one star and shit all over us. Those are awesome because we've only had like two bad reviews. And one of them got taken down for some reason. I think it really? was. I think it, they got hit for spam because I'm sure they went to other sites. Because it's one of those where. Uh, oh, was it the one where he was referencing another podcast? Yeah, it's not on. Yeah, there. I remember that cocksucker. Yeah, there. I guess it was one of those assholes. He probably had his own show and he was referencing. So he went on a bunch of different lib fucking podcasts. I guess and probably left the same thing, and he got yeah. turned in. So they removed it. So that was a little disappointing because. It had nothing to do with us, but yet it was shitting on us. Kind of like the one we got the other day that was shitting on us for something that we didn't even discuss on the show. <laughs> it's like, I mean, look. We so got, it, yeah. I mean, if you're going to have reasons to shit on us, make them up. I mean, that's definitely the best way to go. Yeah, because then we'll come on and complain about it. We're like, hey, but we didn't even fucking talk about that. <laughs> well, you, you're fucking busting her balls. I mean, we say a lot of dumb shit you could bitch about. Uh, Come oh, yeah. on. A lot of dumb shit. <laughs> There's plenty you can ding us on. Fuckers. But oh. making shit up. Come on. So did you do anything for the fucking celebrate Jesus rising from the dead? Oh, today is it's Easter night for the people listening. Because I know you'll listen to this whenever, but we're recording this Easter Eve. Or I guess it's not Easter. Is it Easter Eve? Is it like Christmas Eve is the night, the eve before? So I guess this is the yeah. night of. So. Yeah, this would just be Easter night, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't even think that's a fucking thing. I think it's just Easter. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Religion. Uh, did I do anything special? No. You didn't I fucking worked. hide eggs around your apartment and then try and find them? No, I worked. <laughs> what a bitch. Do you have to work today? Yeah. Ugh. Well, it's because... Um, you get double pay? No. Fucking shit. This isn't one of our holidays, and the reason why it's not one of our holidays is because it falls on a Sunday. Yeah, I guess so. But so if it, if this fell on like a Monday when office people worked, I guarantee you we would have it off. You should have fucking Aaron told fucking them Deacon. that you wanted to, you had to attend church services to praise the Lord. Because fucking office people are the whiniest little bitches when it comes to holidays. Oh my god, dude! Tell me about it. I I fucking complain so much about holidays we don't get enough of them oh people were having a knip shit last year because you know christmas fell on a sunday mm-hmm. and our company was just like look that's your day off so sucks it's your day off no like that's that's not fair blah blah and it's like dude we have to work like <laughs> every sunday holiday mm-hmm. you have that fucking day off we have to work so shut the fuck up that's this is the one goddamn time where you don't have to fucking, where you don't get a holiday. Like, fuck off. At least my... Nope, co- they, they bitch and whined and complained, and they got their way, so <laughs> they, they got, like, an extra day off. Like, you fucking little bastards. Yeah, dude. Like, at least my company, like, 
like you said, Phil on Sunday, they they gave us Monday off at least, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's what I thought that they were going to do, but just with because of the way, you know, because my company's set up, you know, we have technicians, you know, that work seven days a week and then the office people who don't. So, you know, I guess it was tough for them to manage that. So they decided just to say, you're not going to get it. And then they all threw a hissy fit. Yeah. Uh, The holiday thing's kind of a beat. Like, it was just close family like me my sister my mom you know and some of the kids and stuff that's all it was for us so it was pretty but it sucks because it's just us grown-ups and aside from my mom you know it's like me my fucking sister and my brother-in-law and everything we're all fucking atheists the wife had to work so we don't really give a shit like it's just the reason to get together like most holidays like the christian aspect doesn't mean shit it's just we just get together and eat and uh of course, then all the my mom wants to talk about and stuff. They, she just wants to bitch about like Trump and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm so trumped out. I got to come do the show. So it's like fucking pre-show for me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like having to talk her through stuff. Like, what the hell happened with this and that? Well, you see, fucking this and this and this and ah, shit, just wearing me out. But goddamn, man, like there's nothing going on. I. Like, next week, we'll uh, either do the show late or we won't do it because I'll be out of town next weekend and stuff because I'm taking much-needed couple days of uh, R&R. So, and going to the most wonderful place on Earth, Little Rock and Memphis. (laughs) It's such a fucking beating. So, i got to take the wife and uh, take her to Graceland and stuff because she's never been... So I got to show where the king fucking resided. So we're going to do that. I've been there like five fucking times because my parents were insane. So I went there like a handful of times when I was a kid. <laughs> like I swear to Christ, man. And then I've been like twice as an adult now. So I'm like, oh, just go up there, run through that. I just want to go fucking get some barbecue and hang out. Try not to get shot. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Fucking Memphis. is it's like my mom grew up in uh, this little fucking farm town in Indiana that no one's going to have ever heard of. But it's near Lafayette. So if anybody knows where fucking Lafayette, Indiana is. But it's like where she lived was like in between that and um, Gary, Indiana. So for people who don't know Gary, Indiana, it's like if you look it up, it's always like top five fucking places for murder rate and shit. It's a very run-down, beaten fucking community that's probably about an hour away from Chicago, but it's border. It's in Indiana still. It's where Michael Jackson, the Jacksons, came from. They were, yeah. came from Gary Indiana, so it's like Gary Indiana's claim to fame. Now their claim to fame is fucking murder, <laughs> but it was the Congratulations, Jack- Gary yeah. Indiana. <laughs> it was the Jacksons. Now it's murder, <laughs> but... She's like, isn't Memphis like Gary, Indiana now? I'm like, I don't think it's quite to that level. <laughs> I don't think they're quite to Gary, Indiana level. But, yeah, but you got to stay in Memphis. Like, you got to stay in the appropriated fucking zones. <laughs> you don't want to get outside of them too much. So, like, we're staying real close to Graceland because I don't want to stay downtown cost too much. So, we're staying a little bit outside near, like, right near Graceland. So, we can hit that shit. And then we'll do, like, the quick inner town. And I said this on my podcast, but if you go to Memphis, the one thing you have to do, because everybody does Graceland, of course, is go to Sun Records. It takes like two hours. It's really cool. 
Um, it's like where like Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis and Johnny yeah, Cash yeah, Sun Records them. is a really cool tour. Yeah, it's the show. Yeah, if you've been like you know, there's nothing to it. It's like literally yeah. a tiny little museum upstairs, and then you go into the recording studio, and it's but like so many greats started out there and shit. It's real, yeah, it's yeah, it's just cool to see so, to know the history. So if you're in Memphis, uh, let's say this weekend, I think next Saturday I'll be rolling into fucking Memphis. You know, you might be able to find me at Sun Records. <laughs> Don't shoot me though. God damn it! I'm avoiding all the fucking bad places. Don't come to Sun Records and cap me. <laughs> but so that's that's the agenda for next week so I, like I said don't know maybe if we do the show it'll probably be a Monday night show so you guys will probably see it like on a Tuesday or Wednesday pop up that's what I told Eric so we'll try and stick with that but uh, I'm gonna try and decompress and fucking turn off politics you know pretty much starting at the end of next week and um, we'll see how fucking things go so you're going to have to be totally in charge of next week's show. So you better keep up. With oh, show. God. Because I'm going to be fucking eating barbecue and fucking rocking out and doing all kinds of fun stuff. Might fucking kill myself. Well, don't do that. because Watching then, the news. Then I'll have to totally take over the show. I don't want to do that. I want, Drives I want. me fucking nanners. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was trying to, like I said, I was trying to kind of turn out a little bit of it because there's just so much going on and it's like, oh, it's too much to keep up with. But I saw a couple stories that, because this is the Easter weekend, this is God's uh, fucking weekend. So I got to get on Twitter this morning and fucking see like all the he has risen fucking <laughs> hashtags and stuff. I'm like, Jesus. God I, damn. man, I... At the risk of losing, like, almost all of my Facebook friends, oh, I wanted to make, like, a little thing, you know, kind of mashing the the pagan holiday, Esther, mm-hmm. which is all about sex, mm, yeah. and the Jesus holiday, and yes. just calling it Happy Boner Jesus. Oh. And just had Jesus with a big, huge boner mm-hmm. as a picture. I just, I don't know. I think that'd be great. Oh, but, they wouldn't. You wouldn't lose no. your friends over that. They just said, uh, shit, yeah, I would." <laughs> they'd be very upset with you. They'd be like, "That's just un- it's just, That's inappropriate." Um, the Lord um, gave his life for us, and um, you're making. Yeah, I don't think jokes. anybody would get it. Like literally, nobody would get it. But I thought it was funny. So yeah, I think we didn't we talk about that on the show. We went. Over, I know we, Jesus holiday. Yeah, yeah, we went through Esther and the whole pagan festival. That was yep. like the first year we did the show. Every fucking holiday, like whether it's Valentine's or whatever, we'd fucking go back and go through like the origins of it and shit, like Christmas and everything and shit yep. on it. So you guys all pagan. You guys want to go back about four and a half years and find those shows, man? You yep. Because Christianity, they said, ah, what's the best way that we can assimilate all these pagans, all these heathens? Oh, we'll just stamp our holiday on top of their holiday. Well, now the good thing is they don't have to do that anymore. They just use government authority to fucking force the religion on us. Oh, right. so great. Oh, yeah. So that was one of the things. So I saw like a couple different stories that popped up this week. Because we have been so Trump focused. I haven't been keeping up with all the crazy religious stuff. I know I brought up, I guess it's been a couple months back or so. Like Kentucky was their governor. Like, dubbed this the fucking year of the Bible. <laughs> it 
and those kind of take a shot at him. So Kentucky did this other thing that's really awesome this week where their Senate and House approved these resolutions where like all uh, government documents have to be like, you know, they date them. So they're all going to be dated now. It's going to be such and such you know, in the year of our Lord. Everything has to say in the year of our Lord after it. Today, oh, Jesus. I decree today, April such and such, 2017, in the year of our Lord. <laughs> so that's a fucking something that they put through. Like the senator that sponsored the the resolution said that he was trying anywhere and everywhere he could to respect our creator. So Fuck him. Whoa, whoa. And fuck his creator. Come on, man. Actually, no, not fuck his creator, because that was his mom and dad. I don't know them, so. Aw. Fuck his imaginary creator. Aw. There we go. I do like how it says in the story, it says they quietly passed the resolution on the final uh, day of the year's legislative session. (laughs) Doesn't surprise me at all. It's like, hmm, I mean... I don't know if they can they do that though. Like I know the governor put out a proclamation saying that fucking this is the year of the Bible or whatever. It's like yeah, he could do proclamations. They don't have any substantive meaning. But to put that on all government records to do that, I wonder if that violates anything. It does. Yeah, it's got to violate the separation of church and state. Absolutely. So I always wonder about that when they do that, because if they're real general about it and they don't specifically say like Jesus or fuck it, if they do like that creator or Lord or something like that, if they could, I, I'm sure they could fight it, but I'm sure everybody's just like, we don't have it. We don't have the energy to fight it. <laughs> just fucking whatever. You're Kentucky. You're nobody cares. <sighs> the other one I saw, and this one's a little bit different because at Alabama? Yeah. Okay, so you yep. saw this story about the police. Oh, yeah, I know this one. Okay, yep. so this is... Correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I read through this story. I Like, I heard about it, and I just kind of read this quick synopsis on it, because... So, basically, Alabama passed a thing in their Senate that would allow this church... It's like a mega church there. It's the Briarwood Presbyterian Church. Big-ass mega churches, which we all love the mega churches. Yeah. Um... When I lived in Alabama, I called it Six Flags Over Jesus. Oh, so you okay? So you lived close to this? You knew what it was? I knew what it was. Yeah. Okay. And that's what we called it, Six Flags <laughs> Over Jesus. Okay. It's so, fucking huge. <laughs> so we're gonna put this when me and you it's make a our theme park for Jeebus. Okay. So when me and you make our world tour and we go to the Noah's Ark in Tennessee, we're gonna fucking stop by this too. <laughs> we're gonna do like a Southwestern tour. Hit the fucking six flags over Jesus before we go to the Ark. Um, so, like, this voted, I mean, they voted on this shit, and it passed huge, dude. It was like a 24 to 4 vote that would allow them to create their own police force because they said that between, like, their Bible schools and studies and all this shit, it's like a 4,000 person church. It's, these are so ridiculous, these mega churches. And um, for their own protection and safety, they wanted to have their own law enforcement officers. The the thing about it, I guess, right off the bat, the one thing I'll say that at least they put this in the bill is that these are people that had to have, like, official, like, training and stuff. Like, they have to, because they're going to do, it says, all the duties that are invested in the powers of law enforcement officers throughout the state. So they actually have to have training um, 
you know, in, in all the aspects of actual law enforcement. So at least they're not just like, yeah, you guys can make your own cops and then they can do their own, like, seriously do their own force where, like, you enter the property, they could just shoot your ass and stuff. <laughs> you know, we're cops. They're fucking trespassing. We are allowed to shoot them. Um, so they said they passed this act this month in Alabama's house uh, called the Alabama Church Protection Act which allowed religious groups to form armed security patrols. So this is like taking the next step. Like they just passed this last month and now they're already like kind of kicking it up a notch. It basically, it says that, you know, any church or place of worship can establish their own security program that designates members, um, uh, you know, authorized members within the church to carry firearms for the protection of the congregation or the church or place of worship. To me, this is funny. Like, this is very Southern, too, you know, like packing heat at the fucking church and stuff for protection and everything. It's like, well, you're in the house of the Lord. Isn't God going to protect you? Oh, yeah. It's it's the same fucking cunts that see a Moab go down and go, oh, man, that's fucking gorgeous. So (laughs) that's fucking beautiful sat. Well, they're dropping them on the Muslims. That's why. Same same fucking Muslims. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, we we've gone all through the hypocrisy of having a church that has a lightning rod. It's like, uh, shouldn't God protect you from lightning? Is that great? Why do you need that protocol safety? Yeah, sometimes God's asleep at the wheel. Let's be honest, <laughs> he he misses. Sometimes he misses a few. Um, the one thing in the in this act, I think. This is what stands out. It says that it provides limited immunity for members of the programs when they're acting within their duties, which is what I said again. Yeah, you know, it's like they could fucking commit, they could do the typical police brutality, whatever, and stuff, and they could get immunity for it based on if it's you know their stories. And I don't know, man. Like I read up and I found this thing where they had two other similar kind of incidences where something like this had taken place, like. One of them is in D.C. They have the Washington National Cathedral, and they have their own police. But then again, like I said, that's D.C., and it's the National Cathedral. That's probably the one, like, when the presidents go and stuff, That's or senators and everything. So that makes a little bit of sense to me. Like, that I wouldn't even put on the same level as this. And then the other one that they talked about was in Salt Lake City, how the, um, the LDS church— you know, yep. is basically involved with the policing. Oh, yeah. They, they are heavily involved with them. Yeah, and they said that even extending to, like, Arizona, to the border and stuff, like, where they share police departments with those communities and stuff, and, like, a ton of the members within the Church of Jesus uh, Christ of Latter-day Saints is within it, and they said that they've tried to target through the Justice Department uh, breaking it up because they said these police agencies are so infested with these LDS members that it basically operates as an arm of the church. Yep. I believe it. So, and I actually they're in Utah. Shit. Yeah. And I've seen things on this before where people will leave, uh, the Mormon church and stuff and say like, you know, they get harassed and shit in the community, like with cops and, you know, clergy Probably get pulled over for no reason. But I mean, the whole, Oh, you got a busted taillight. No, I don't. (laughs) You know, it's like, I don't know if you ever saw like Porky's back in the day. <laughs> they fucking do that to the kids. They pull them over. Goes, All right, what'd you pull me over? I didn't do anything. I bust a taillight. My taillight's not busty. He takes a billy club, busted out. <laughs> he goes, oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, 
you know, or just constantly pulling them over. That that is harassment. But I, what could possibly go wrong with giving a church authority to have policing activity and give them immunity and circumstances? I mean, it clearly works with ISIS, so <laughs> doesn't it? I I don't know what the big deal is. Isn't that almost like a step like that? When you're mean, giving the it, church policing authority? It, it seems like a really good idea because, I mean, ISIS, they're on to something. They're on to something. Well, okay. For <laughs> I'll put it in perspective like this for people who think like, oh, I don't see what the big deal is. Well, first of all, we have fucking a police department. Yeah, they already have a fucking police department in yeah, their county. That we pay for as tax dollars and stuff that, that handle this, you know. So let's just put that in perspective. So it's not like they don't have... You know, the institution in place. I look at it from this point when I'm reading this, I'm thinking, this is perfect. Nothing can go wrong having the church police itself. I mean, let's just look at it from the standpoint of Catholics where the Vatican's its own country and they police themselves. I mean, they weren't molesting the fuck out of children and getting away with it for fucking decades and decades. Yeah, that, that's but, clearly another thing. Look at, you know, e- not just that, but even like campus security. Like anything happens on campus, they try to keep it on campus. That's a, that's a fucking great point. I didn't even think of Anybody that. Anybody who's trying to bring up anything about getting the police involved, they try to stamp that out as much as possible because they don't want it to be a blemish on the university. Mm-hmm. The same thing would go with a church. They're going to try to keep it in-house so it doesn't look like a blemish on the church. So we got that to look forward to. And you know how it works, man. Like one gets it. And then it's going to be the next one's going to say, hey, well, we would like to have our own security. And hey, we'd like to have our own security. I like it, too, because they said that the thing that pushed them into wanting to do this is after the Sandy Hook massacre. Like, it was that event that said, hey. Yeah, that's what the church said, that the Briarwood Church in Alabama. That's what, when that event happened. Sandy Hook is what caused it. That's that's what they said, like one of the spokesmen said. It goes, you know, after the Sandy Hook incident, we thought, you know, with all of our, they ha- I get, you know, it's a mega church. So they have all the schooling and the daycares and everything there because they have to have, it's like a cult. So they got everybody there brainwashed them 24-7 and they wanted people on deck. It wasn't like the black sh- the ch- black church shootings because they're like, eh, we know the white supremacists go shoot a black church. We're not worried about that. We're <laughs> This is Alabama. We're... Those people are on our side. We're good there. Um, so, yeah, they said that. And I'm like, I'll tell you what, man. All these fucking churches promote conservatism and Republican. Why don't they uh, maybe step up and say, hey, we're with the progressive on this. Instead of we need to lock down our fucking church. Why don't they use some of the, They're not supposed to be involved in politics anyway, but they always are. Why don't they go out and fucking do some, I don't know, anti-gun or fucking gun safety or, you know, work with those crowds? No, instead they're going to bring the guns in the church. Exactly. Instead they want to arm members. Promote violence as opposed to (laughs) promote peace. Eye for an eye, motherfucker. Makes sense. I thought so. And that was, what the fuck, that was something also, this was, got buried in the news. I have to go back. This is me pulling something out of my ass real fast. I'm pulling a fucking Fox News real quick. But I know I heard this where there's certain like laws or I can't remember how it's set up. But there's things in place where, of course, you know, churches are tax exempt. They're not supposed to be involved in politics, even though they do. I've been to church before and they fucking do. Oh, yeah. They they clearly favor one side. Republican. Not supposed to. Um, 
um, over another. But there, there's something, there's, like I said, I don't know if I could doctor, and there's something that has that in it. And I remember someone within the Trump organization saying that that was something that they, them and the Republicans were going to try to do, or he was going to, or he might have done, he might have done an executive order on it, that it will allow churches and stuff to be politically involved and not lose their tax exemption. I have to do some more yeah, research on I've that. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yep. But I know that's something that was either mentioned they were going to do, or he might have, even, like I said, which is a clear order. violation of separation of church and state. Uh, yeah, I mean that's man, that would be on my platform if I was running for office. We are going to tax the fucking churches. That would be at the top of the list. There's a few billion oh, dollars a here that we can go to good. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, I you know I think there should be certain stipulations like a certain amount of. Uh, of congregation because there are smaller churches that if we started taxing them just wouldn't survive. Um, cause the whole point of a church was to have a community that goes in, they get tithing and then they turn that around into some kind of social good, you know, whether it be feeding the poor or helping battered women, whatever, you know, it, it's meant to be a source of charity, mm-hmm. so to speak. But clearly these mega churches are not at all like they they may give some but when they're the preacher has a mansion and has a fucking private airstrip mm-hmm. they should be fucking taxed out the ass well i was gonna say we've seen that because What's that fucking guy's name that's here in like the fort worth area i know boggs used to bring him up every once in a while on the show Oh, I can't, I can't remember his fucking name. But like Joel Olstein, he's a big one in Houston. Yeah. People, everybody knows Joel Olstein. I'd assume most of the people know who he is. He's one of those douchebags. Yeah, there's and they're all, but they're always like, oh no no, I made my money on uh, writing books or this or that. It's like okay, yeah, dude. bullshit. Okay, <laughs> okay. Well Bull now, fucking shit. Now not only well they need the money now because they got to pay for fucking armed guards. <laughs> Evidently, they're fucking police. See, that's force. the other thing, like. You know, what, there are there any taxes going into that? Uh, well, there's no taxes, I'm sure. I mean, that's probably got to be through the church itself. I, You know, I don't know. It didn't say in the story, but I imagine that that's on the church. Like, they'll have to pay these people. I can't imagine any tax funding would go towards it. Oh, I mean, in a way, there is tax funding because they're not taxed. So the tax dollars were not exactly. taken from them go yeah. toward paying it, if you want to look at it that way, I guess. <laughs> Fucking dicks. Um, anyway, so there, we got the shit on the churches for a little bit. Um, two other like things that I saw, this is different related. We'll go into women's reproductive rights for a second. Two things I saw this week that the Trump administration did. Well, one thing the Trump administration did. Um, I don't know if people saw this because with, again, there's always so much nonsense going on that some stories just kind of fall through the cracks. One of the big ones they did this week is he signed an executive order. Of course, this wasn't on camera where he's holding it up like a douchebag after he signs it because I guess he wasn't as proud of this one. But he basically relinquished um, all the states where now they have access to put money. Okay, like they get so many federal dollars that usually goes into Planned Parenthood and stuff. But now they've turned the responsibility over to the states where they have the right to say, no, we don't want to give these funds to Planned Parenthood to basically cut it off. Any organization that performs abortions, whether or not the money goes 
to actual abortions. Oh, it wasn't just Planned Parenthood. It was like just no. A it general... was any organization that provides abortions, okay. as well as the tax dollar given that they do for mammograms, uh, productive sex, all that other stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's not just Planned Parenthood. It's a blanketed thing okay. where they can just if they perform abortions, even if it's from their own money, it doesn't fucking matter. They can blackball them. Yeah. So. Here's the thing to look at for that, because right now there's, I think my numbers might be a little off on this, but I know there was like 32 states that had Republican governors. So usually those are the states you're going to look at first. However, I think it'll probably probably need uh, state congressional approval. And if that's the case, you have 25 states that have Republican legislators and uh, twenty and, and and have Republican governors also. So those twenty five states, which you could pretty much just picture in your head, you know which ones they are. We're just this whole southern swath, and then you know up in your Idaho's, Montana, up in those areas. It's just that red blanket we always see. Um, I imagine all those man, they're gonna get rid of that shit immediately. And then the other one I saw is an anti-abortion bill that passed in Montana that defines um, like the fetal viability of a baby at 24 weeks, which at 24 weeks, I'm pretty certain on this. I may be wrong because I'm not a medical professional, um, but I think at 24 weeks for a, a baby to be born at that point, the chances, I mean, I think it's almost like they definitely need assistance. Like, they're not going to be able to make it and stuff. But that that's not the point. The point is, even if it's, um, no matter if it's an emergency to the mother, whatever the, the, the excuse or reason is that they need to get an abortion, after that 24-week mark, they're trying to make it where any doctor, facility that would perform this abortion would be charged with a homicide. And, uh, what the fuck? Yeah, they. It's basically they say that if it can't, if if something happens and they have to have the baby, then it's it's basically right written into the law that they have to have a C-section or be induced into labor immediately. If it's an, like an emergency situation, they're not allowed to abort the baby under any circumstance. And like I said, if it's after 24 weeks, it's they're trying to pass it. And it, everything passed in the House and the Senate there, which is very Republican. Amazingly enough, Montana has a Democratic governor, though, so I don't know if it's going to get written into law. I would hope not. Um, but, yeah, and the fucking thing about it, too, is, of course, Republican wrote this. Like I said, it's a Republican House and Senate in the state of Montana. But it was a woman that wrote the bill, which always makes me a little crazy when women are the ones in these states really pushing hard for these, like, anti, like, woman choice bills and stuff. You'd think that they would have a little bit more empathy for the situation? You would think, but it's just like with anything. If, you, if you're not put in the situation, then you don't give a fuck. You know, it's just like white people when it comes to any kind of struggle with you know minorities or people of color it's extremely difficult for them to get past it because they don't know they they don't understand it to them it's all hunky-dory wonderful white land you know yeah 
So it's it's just like you know some suburban fucking female who's popped out a couple of kids. Uh, they always have protective sex. You know, she's never been pregnant and not wanted the baby or had something go wrong with the fetus or whatever. So, and she's never been in some economic hardship, which causes a serious conversation about the viability of having a baby. So it's, it's, you know, out of sight, out of mind. So they don't see it. So it's just whatever the fuck. They just see it as a precious little child of God. <laughs> <sighs> Meanwhile, do not let any of those fucking little Syrian children in here. Well, they they're may- all fucking terrorists. Yeah, I was gonna say they they may fucking be on that long term plan <laughs> when they get in their twenties. But thank and- God, President Trump finally did something about them gassing the babies. Woo! He's a man of action. <laughs> but the one side note on this, and this is what I, this is kind of what blew me away. Like that doesn't surprise me. Republicans trying to do something like that. That's really extreme. Oh, not at all. I mean, it's so extreme. The thing about that's funny is uh, NARAL, which is like the pro-choice, the big women's group and stuff. They actually rate Montana as being one of the strongest and protect. I can't talk. Protected reproductive rights because like they don't have waiting periods. They don't have mandatory like parental. Uh, approval involvement things they have uh, no limitations on public funded abortions or anything like it's a very progressive state in when it comes to women's reproductive rights so it's funny that come guns blazing i was gonna say it's funny like they went from like being like pretty much like a blue state basically where they're like this is a medical procedure women have the authority to get it we have roe versus weight this is an option that all women are allowed to have we're not going to restrict it. Bam. Go do what you have to do. That's on you. To No, we're going to make it fucking murder <laughs> if you try and fucking do this after a certain period or we're going to or you're going to be forced to have the fucking baby even if your life's in danger. And if that fucking doctor tries to take that fucking baby out, put his ass in the fucking pen, he's going to be getting poked in the rear. So very extreme and <laughs> very fucking that's from zero to 60 in like fucking 1.3 seconds <laughs> oh man god it sucks to be a minority and a woman yeah, it sure does oh god being a white guy's the worst oh, it's so hard on us <laughs> oh my god um oh jesus dude oh it's that time. Of the, it's I think it's about that time of show. You got anything else, or it's that time of the show, folks. Are we just fucking going to where we go fuck wild on Trump. <sighs> God damn it. <sighs> fuck. So which which where do you want to start? <laughs> uh, fucking no, man. I like I said, I'm so beaten by fucking Trump because it's like it got it came up at work a little bit this week someone said something to me at, uh, that one of the girls i work with she said something she goes oh i noticed uh, you post a lot of things about trump on facebook she's really don't like him do you i go no he's the fucking worst <laughs> you know I'm like real loud and shit i'm like yeah but we can't really talk about it up here and like no one says anything because i work with a bunch of 40 year old yentas and i'm sure they all voted for him because oh, you know their husbands did or whatever but so it's one of those things. It's like I just I listen to uh, like new stuff at work. I read the articles and shit. So I'm constantly I know what's going on during the day. And like a lot of times I like to it's somewhat torture, but it's somewhat um, for giggles and stuff, too. I'll listen to Sean Spicer's press conferences occasionally, like when shit's fucked up, shit's happening, like 
Syria or they're dropping the bomb in Afghanistan. I know the press is going to be like, what the fuck, dude? And they're going to be all over him. And like I was listening this week when he made the comment about how, you know, Hitler never fucking gassed anybody. <laughs> and it was just funny. Like I'm listening to it like live. I pull it up on C-SPAN and I listen while I'm working. <coughs> and he said that. And I'm uh. like, and then he kept going and he went through another question or so. And I'm like, is no one going to fucking say anything to him about this? And then finally that girl's like, uh, going back to that comment you made about Hitler. And she, she's like, um, and he kind of thought about it. And then, you know, of course he made it worse. And I was just laughing yeah. my ass off. I'm like, like, well, uh, he never like gassed his own people. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I just what fucking, fuck? I just wanted to stand up in my cube and just start fucking applauding, you know, he, I'm like. I love yeah, I like how in the conference, like he doubled down on it. Oh, it's just the fucking, and even went more like just nonsensical. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you saying, dude? Or so like, just, maybe I mean, just I, shut your mouth. Just sh- sh- shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like you just, just stop the show right now. Just stop the show. Like curtains, put yeah, them down. We we've we we're just two idiots to do a podcast. We could say anything we want compare anybody to Hitler, like being idiots and stuff. But dude, you're the spokesperson for the president. Don't yeah. ever actually if you're in politics at all or on a news program or anything, if you have a public image, don't ever compare anything to Hitler. Just don't do it. Well okay, well not only that, but just in the realm of the room. So, mm-hmm. you know, of course, there's all the reporters and stuff, and there's Spicer. There's other people within the administration in the room, correct? Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. I'm sure they're just like, oh, yeah. Jesus. Like, why did not anybody just at least go up there and just whisper in his ear <laughs> or just, like, kind of pull him aside and just be like, stop, stop, stop? Do <laughs> <laughs> you think... Like, they're going to retrofit his fucking podium, so there's, like, a red light on it. So anytime he says something (laughs) stupid, it just, like, starts blaring, so he knows, okay, I stop right here. Like, oh, we got to cut this short. (laughs) Yeah, what it's going to come down to is now he's got an earpiece where people are just like, nope, nope, stop, just stop talking. Go go on to something else. He's, He's the best thing about this administration because it's at least once a week he does something ridiculous. Like, I can't, I mean, I, I know him. Like, most people won't know him. I know the la- a few of the press secretaries that Obama had and stuff, because yeah, I kind of keep up with this shit more. But you really should never know the name of the president's press secretary. You really shouldn't, because he should just come out every day and just be so bland and just sit down. Here's the president's schedule today. Yeah, blah, it just blah, goes blah, blah, through blah, the blah. president's shit, and it's just like, whatever, yeah. nobody then, gives a shit. Yeah, and the reporters, I ask a few, well, why'd the president say this? I don't know. You'll have to ask the president. <laughs> you know, that's, I mean, really, you should get nothing out of the guy. You know what I mean? Well, Just, yeah, and, and I mean, Spicer, he definitely started out with a bang whenever, you know, it was the inauguration. <laughs> He's like, we witnessed the greatest inauguration ever, period. <laughs> most <laughs> most attended inauguration of all time, period. Like just- just went out there and just fucking ramrod it and just shoved these fake facts down people's throats. Didn't take any questions, nothing. Just like, it was the greatest ever. Fuck yourselves. And walked out like with his middle fingers in the air. I wish he did that. Kick the fucking podium over. <laughs> Period, bitch. Fuck you. Just walk out. I mean, what are they going to do? The press. They're like, uh. So in that, like right out of the gate, you're like, oh, who is this fucking asshole? Got to set a tone, man. But he did this week and 
I don't know. I mean, you, we could go into the bomb, the Syria and all that other shit. I think that's kind of played out. The one thing I wanted to bring up about the whole bombing situation, which, of course, the Syria one, the only say, thing I'll say about it, and we brought this up last time, you know, it's like, it came out for certain, like, he did tell the Russians ahead of time, so they did tell oh, yeah, the Syrians yeah. ahead no, of time. No, we already knew that. We knew that, you know, at the beginning of last week's show. We talked well, about they, yeah, I mean, that would came out that they're saying that that's, that was reported, but it's completely verifying stuff. So it's like, okay, I mean, it was just a show of force because he's a felling president and it worked perfect. It that, took the media that, yeah, off of... that's the key. It, it wasn't a show of force. It was a show to try and get his numbers bumped before the end of 100 days. And it didn't. His numbers... Yeah, it did a little bit. Dude, they, like... By, you, like, three points. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, he... <laughs> it's, it's a very small bump. I think he's like 37, and now he's at 40. <laughs> he gave him a little bump. Not the bump he was expecting, but it gave him a little bit. Well, um, thought, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and I, and I brought up at the last week, the thing about that, and then this whole Moab, going back to Spice a little bit. So after they dropped that bomb in Afghanistan the other day, like, he didn't really mention it, and they didn't take a lot of questions that day. I mean, he was only this real quick briefing. And someone was shouting at him at the end of it, like, did the president know that they're going to do that? Like, they're kind of playing it almost like he didn't give authorization to drop that. Like, it's just the generals, like the Defense Department. He's kind of given them carte blanche to do missions and do things that they want to do. And yeah, he's kind of confirmed that. Yeah, and it's like, um, is that a good idea to just turn over to the fucking generals? Like I said, people don't pay attention to what's going on, but... We've already started sending troops into Syria and more troops back into Iraq and stuff again. And we're stepping up ground forces and other things. So this little bombing spree that he did that one day, that's really nothing. I mean, we're doing a lot of missions and stuff within Syria that I don't think people will realize what they're starting to step up shit. Like they bombed that Mosul last week or whatever. This week, last week, I don't know. Shit all runs together and fucking potentially killed a bunch of civilians again and stuff yep it's it's like um i don't know i mean granted having trump in charge is a fucking disaster but just turning that shit over to the military i don't know about that i think that might be that might pose some problems down the road i mean if he really didn't know that they're gonna drop that fucking bomb um to me that's a little fucking on the shaky side i know the i don't know the name the full name of it but there's that bill that they passed that defense authorization act something something i don't know what the fucking acronym for was after 9-11 which kind of gave the president more authority to just start military action which is how we got into afghanistan and iraq without congressional approval really yeah and it's been renewed so it's still out there so trump basically has carte blanche to just drop missiles and start shit whenever he wants without congressional approval so I know the Democrats are kind of freaking. They're like, yeah, we need to rescind that fucking thing like immediately. <laughs> so I don't know what's going to happen with that, but that's something to look forward you now. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things to that come out of this that kind of strike me as odd. I mean, I want to say odd, but I mean, it's not at all. You know, it's par for the course when it comes to Republicans. You know, they like to flip-flop all the goddamn time. And they have special rules, and then they have special rules for Democrats. Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, clearly the president has authority to act without Congress to do certain things militarily. Um, but whenever Obama was in office, they wrote him a letter saying, hey, you can't do shit without congressional approval when it comes to Syria and gassing. And then when Trump does it, he's showing force. And finally, somebody's doing something to save these kids. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck are you assholes? You know, all these fucking pieces of shit who told Obama, no, you can't do crap without our approval. It's illegal for you to do it without our approval. And then all of a sudden, it's like the greatest thing since fucking sliced bread whenever Trump fucking does it. You know, and they're all horny for the fucking bombs going off and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, until we start, until he starts a war. But. The other thing that's that is kind of weird with everything going on and just the Republicans in general um, is the amount of spending that this administration is doing on the dumbest shit. Where the fuck are these so-called fiscal conservatives? Where the fuck are they? Are you talking about his $3 million golf trips every weekend? Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the amount of money that this fucking piece of shit... Oh, I'm not going to take a president's salary. Meanwhile, every fucking weekend, you're spending a shitload of fucking taxpayer money to go golfing. Hey, dude. Every fucking weekend. When he got his first check, he, he donated it to the park service. Yeah, to the park service where he took away how many millions of dollars? <laughs> um, and he I gave them, what was it, a couple of hundred thousand dollars is what he gave them? <laughs> I don't think it was quite that much. It's like maybe like 80 some. I think the president only makes like 400000 a year. Yeah. But. Hey, but anyway, dude, it's the thought that counts. But still, like where, like we've been told this whole entire time, you know, about fiscal conservatism and, you know, we have need to have less government, less government spending and blah, blah, blah. Where the fuck are these people? Where did they go? They, uh, they've all disappeared within a month. It's uh, fucking bizarre to me. I mean, now Dems look like the fiscal conservatives. It's really fucking weird to be on that side of the, of the coin. They really always have been. We've talked on the show before. I mean, seriously. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to point out the obvious, but I'm trying to do it in an extreme way. Um, He needs his... I, I kind of look at... It's a weird thing because I never gave a shit when Bush or Obama took fucking golf trips. I don't give a fuck. Like, it's a weekend or whatever. I'm sure being president's a pretty stressful job. If they need oh, yeah, to get out, clear it. their it's, heads, I and that's how they do it. I guarantee you it's taxing. I mean, you look at the way that they age. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. So, I don't really have a problem with it. And the fact that I saw a graphic, I think is like CNN or something, uh, just like, man, it's like yesterday or some shit. It was so telling, though. Um, they put up like the first... I think we're like week 82 or fucking whatever week this is. We're in the 80s, right? Of his presidency. Or day day 80, not week 80. Jesus. Yeah, I, I was wish like, we what were, are you talking about? <laughs> Christ, I wish we were in week 80. I wish we were halfway done with this fucking thing. Um, no, but like day 80, right? And at that at this point in their presidencies, they showed it. It was like, um, like Obama had zero golf trips. Bush had like zero golf trips. Clinton had like two or three. Trump's had 19 fucking golf trips. 
in like his first eight. So basically one of almost every four days he's fucking golfing. But I'm like, good. The, the more time he spends out of that White House doing things is better for America. That's the way I kind of look at it. So you think, I, yeah. Cause every time he opens his fucking mouth, like, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if he's not doing shit, then who else is doing shit? Um, the military, they're dropping bombs on people without him. Yeah. Knowing. The military, his fucking son-in-law who knows jack shit about government. Yeah. But is now in charge of all this fucking crap. True. But, he, they can't sign shit. You know what I mean? Like he's the only one that could fucking sign in this stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, like, but they just hand him a little fucking note and say, "Hey, Donald, it will make you look good if you sign this." And he goes, "Okay, I'll sign it." It's a if cluster. If it makes me look good, I'll do it. It's a, it's a cluster, no matter what. Look, dude, it's because I'm Donald Trump, the greatest fucking thing to ever happen to mankind. But yeah, I. I don't know. It's just, it's funny though. It is really funny. Like if you follow Twitter and stuff, because every post, all the things like the clips you were saying, where he's talking about, I won't take a salary. And oh, if I was elected president, I would never take a vacation because it's too important of a job. I'd never leave the white house. And he's saying shit like that. He goes, I goes, I, I know if I was elected, I just, as much as I love golf, I just don't think I would play anymore. You know, I'd be so focused on getting this country, making America great again. There's all those video clips. I just want to see, I just like, I, I throw them up on my fucking page. I like to share them on Twitter because I think people need to just remember all the fucking shit that he said. Like, a couple things he went back on this week, you know. First of all, he said we'd never get involved in international entanglements and stuff, and he shit never on Obama. Never involved in several. I mean, yeah, dropping bombs in Afghanistan, dropping bombs in Syria, moving and now a naval we're riling fleet. up North Korea. Yeah, it's like, Jesus Christ, dude. And, and then, then trying to get the Chinese involved with all that. Yeah, and I love how he's like, oh, well, China's working to help us on that, so I'm not going to dub them a currency manipulator, like he was saying. <laughs> right? and I, re- I retract that label. It's like, that's all he said the whole fucking campaign was, we're going to rework all these trade deals, and China's been manipulating their currency for years, and that's part of the problem, and I'm going to call them out on it. And then as soon as he has an opportunity, he's like, eh, I'm not going to do that now. And then you know what he fucking did the other day, and this barely got reported, after he didn't call China out on that, then he came out and said that the the dollar was too strong. And as soon as he said that, the what? fucking value of the dollar dropped. I, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but gas prices have gone up about thirty cents in the last couple of weeks. So yeah, that, and the, the employment figures that came out last month were a lot lower than expectations. They're they're expecting almost two hundred thousand jobs to be created. It's like nine. Yeah, that 000. I did see. It fell way short. So it's going to happen. I said that it'll take six months because, look, I mean, it's just like Obama. It took six to nine months before job creation and stuff because it was such a fucking disaster after Bush. They have to put policies in place and do their things. And even if he's not putting tax legislation in place or doing stuff, when he says things like that, like, oh, the dollar's too strong, dollar fucking falls off. Because he constantly says shit and it fucks with the markets and it fucks with our, the like, uh, tourism in the United States among foreigners and stuff is, like, from those, a lot of, like, Muslim countries and stuff and, the, like, even India and stuff, the countries that aren't on the list. I know they're not all Muslim and stuff, but all these fucking countries for, like, brown-skinned peoples, uh, they're saying that they don't want to come over here now. Like, tourism was down, like, 20 oh, hell yeah, I believe some it. percent. 
because they'll just get fucking harassed. And, um, you know, they have like that, what's the, oh, Jesus Christ, I can't remember, like the N1, H1, whatever the fucking program is for visas, where they try to go out and recruit people from all these other countries, like very smart people. N1, H1, and, wasn't that the flu or whatever? Yeah, that was, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's like an H1 visa, an N1 visa, or yeah, fucking yeah, I know whatever. Yeah, and it's so you could bring in like more doctors and scientists and stuff like that from these other countries. They bring them over here and put them into our schooling and stuff. And, you know, because you want to get the best and the brightest over here. Well, the applications this year are down. Like, I mean, the it was like a huge percent. I'm not going to fucking lie and say what I know what it is, but it was like a, a huge drop. And they're asking these people like, well, you want to come in? They're like, eh, we don't feel that the climate in America is right for us right now you know and some of them are like yeah we're gonna we're looking to move to like canada and everything or go they're like a lot of them are saying they're gonna go to fucking canada now it's like oh that's great that's what we need we don't want the people who could come over here and make society better um because you know they're the wrong color so now they're gonna go to other countries and do things you know in the scientific community uh, engineering community and stuff like that and make products and do things that could benefit those countries and we get to sit on the fucking sideline so good times man it's just so much great things happen in this country <laughs> i fucking love it yeah and uh people should not get too excited that north korea launched their little bomb and it failed so we didn't start world war three this weekend because they still have that nuclear test facility ready to roll oh yeah so i it's not a hundred percent that they won't fucking go ahead and do it i mean they're going to do another test because they're getting really close certainly so and there there was a uh somebody within the intelligence agency that has kind of hinted at the fact that everything is coming to a head like, you know, the, the tensions between North Korea and us, um, you know, this whole eye for an eye fucking thing that Trump has got going on with everybody um, is catching a lot of attention. And so it's and then you have uh, what the hell's his name? McMaster coming out and saying mm-hmm. that it's getting to a point to where we're going to have to use whatever means necessary. Yeah. Um, you know, he did mention diplomatic or uh, financial, but, you know, they threw in there that military is definitely on the table. Um, and, you know, North Korea, they're they're listening to that shit. They hear that loud and clear. And you really think that their psychotic fucking dictator is going to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get bullied around by them? Fuck no. It's such a weird thing because, like... If you the only restriction or sanctions you could put on them is really through China because China uh, yeah, that's is what, I mean sorry, go ahead. practically their only trade partner. I mean where they get their fuel and yep. materials. What and that, you, that was part of the visit that you know he Trump had or uh, Trump you know brought over what's his face from China. Yeah, president. And they went golfing. G. Yeah. Um. But it didn't go as planned. You know, he really didn't get what he was hoping to get out of it. So, I mean, that that might be a missed opportunity there. I I think it's one of those things where I think China knows that 
North Korea will bring them down to an extent because people keep looking at North Korea and they're like, yeah, this guy's a maniac and he's going to do bad things eventually. I mean, there's a, there's no reason for them to continue to work on this nuclear program and try like right now they have the capability if they wanted to launch nukes and take out, you know, countries nearby, they have that ability and they have a huge military. I mean, it's like Russia back in the Cold War days. They put all their funding into the military. And I guess a lot of people are thinking, well, eventually they'll put themselves out. They'll collapse themselves like Russia pretty much did. I, But I don't know. It's a different type of regime. And those people are so... I feel bad for the North Korean people because they're so cut off in the world. They have no idea what it's like outside of those borders, you know? Yeah, so not a for, damn clue. So, I mean, I feel bad for them, but... They're seeing that, you know, the problem is with them keep testing. Like a lot of people are like, ah, they're just shooting missiles into the sea. What's the problem? Well, they keep running these tests because they're trying to tweak stuff because they're trying to get long range capability because they want to be able to get a nuke warhead and be able to hit the United States. I mean, that's basically their goal. They've said that. Yep. So that's the problem with them even just firing these short range ballistic missiles into the sea because they're using for testing to improve them. Well, eventually, with their program, they already have nukes. And if they keep progressing this capability, I mean, they're saying within five years, they'll have enough access where they could have a couple hundred nukes and have the ability to hit, you know, the coast of the United States. So we're not going to allow them to get that. It's never going to come to that. We're never going to. So. It's either going to be China is either going to have to say, look, we need some stability over here. North Korea is a fucking problem for us, too. So either they're going to have to cut them off or it's going to come to the point where there will be a war with North Korea. And I don't think the problem with the war situation is, is you can just go in and target strike their nuclear facilities. We know where everything is. We have satellite images. I mean, we know every fucking thing they do when they're going to do it. Um, the problem is you can take out those targets, but as soon as you hit those targets, they're going to start firing missiles into South Korea and Japan where we have, I think we have 50,000 troops in Japan and another 10 or 20 in South Korea. So, and they're going to hit Seoul. They're going to hit Tokyo. I mean, they're going to go out guns and blazing and just destroy every fucking thing in that region. That's our ally. <laughs> Yep. So we can't have that blood on our hands. You know what I'm saying? And I still have to go visit Tokyo. So I need to get my ass over there in the next couple of years before it, <laughs> before the shit goes down. <laughs> I'm going to go adopt some Japanese girls and bring them back. Hey, it's, come on, dear. We're taking them in. They're going to be refugees. We're saving their lives. Um, So, I mean, there's so much to play there. And it's just like having Trump in office at this point where it's probably, like I say, going to happen in this next few years span while he's president that's the scary part man because you can't just start launching missiles in there because they're gonna fucking just start launching them right back and man if i'm in korea like the south koreans or if i'm the japanese right now i'm just like uh can you guys fucking chill out over there with the threats and stuff because we're the motherfuckers that are gonna get it not you guys yeah so, so can we take it back a fucking notch but yeah, it's really going to come down to China. China really is going to have to just say, look, we can't fucking 
trade with you guys anymore and just cut them off almost completely. And it'll get to the point where it'll just, it will collapse them. I mean, they need the fuel, they need some of the materials and stuff. And I know they get most of their electronics and stuff. They said black market. Cause like some of the bombs that they've exploded, like we've recovered them to kind of like engineer them to see what they're doing. And they're fine. Like electrical parts and stuff that are from like Britain and Sweden and different places. So they're not selling to them, but they're finding ways to get these parts. So I don't know. It's a bad situation, man. Like Syria is a bad situation. Afghanistan's a bad situation. All those places in the middle East are disasters, but you know what? They don't have nukes. And they're not close to us. And as bad as I feel for those people, eh, sorry. <laughs> You're at the bottom of the totem pole, man. Like I said a month ago on the show, I was like, North Korea is the fucking problem. They're the ones we got to watch. So, I don't know. What up? Uh, hooray. So, happy Easter. <laughs> happy Jesus, Jesus Boner Day. Or Boner Jesus Day, whichever and one I said. on the third day, he did rise. He had an erection. With a boner. His penis has arisen. risen. <laughs> anyway, folks. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we, we kind of tend to end very, uh, you know, very yeah. depressed-like. I figure that usually about halfway through the show, that's when people start date. Like, they probably are listening, but they're fucking at work and they're kind of in and out. So that's Dozing why. I, out, yeah. Yeah. So I put Trump. That's what I do. Like, I have a few podcasts I listen to, and I'm like really paying attention. And then as I'm working, sometimes toward the end, I'll start fading out a little. <laughs> so I would save Trump for the last part of the show. So uh, Check out our other shows The Utterly Pointless Podcast. Mm-hmm. And the totally worthless podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no similarity there at all. Actually, they are completely different. So. <laughs> yeah, totally different. Um, check out our buddy Brad's shows. Andy and the Bradtastic Voyage. I'm and, actually, I actually brought up to Brad the fact that because he said some about doing Bro Apocalypse again, like or oh, yeah. not like not like a full on basis, but. And I told him, I think I might try to get him to pop on like maybe once a month or something with me and do like, um, do the other pointless podcast with me, do a segment, you know, do like fun times with Brad or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause he's always got some good opinions. So. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he'll ever do a show with me again. So no, and it'll just be, uh, you and him. <laughs> No, that's what I told him. I was like, well, you know, you can hop on. We'll do like a half hour together or something, maybe like once a month. That way yeah. we don't get burnt out on each other. Bro-pocalypse revisited. Well, it'll be under the Utterly Pointless Podcast moniker, but yes, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, what's his other show? Oh, yeah, Digital Frustrations on the Digital Frustrations Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out our buddies at Podblocked. Fucking Canadian, those maple syrup motherfucker having yeah. motherfuckers. I talked about the Maple Syrup Federation a little bit on the podcast last week. <laughs> oh yeah, pretty interesting stuff. I it's my tip. The, I have the people tip. that regulate maple syrup to make sure that it's legal. It's a fucking cartel they got up there, dude. It's some seedy shit. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
the Canadian cartel. So <laughs> they fucking smuggle maple syrup over the border. It, it gave me a great idea for making some bank, bro. So if anybody wants to check that out, you can steal my tips. Uh-huh. Um, and their Simpsons podcast, whatever Some, that is. Something, 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 Evergreen Terrace. Yeah. Some some Simpsons shit, you know. <laughs> Again, I'm, I, I don't know if they're going to go like past season 10. Because again, like diehard Simpsons fans it, say that season ten is like the final season. They've been doing. Uh, I I think they're in it for the long haul, dude. And I I think they'll do it because they've been doing Pod Block for longer than we've been doing this show. I think so. Yeah. So I I think that I I have faith in uh, Chris and Joe. I think they're gonna do it. Although I haven't been paying attention, they might have done like four and fucking quit already. <laughs> so fuck. I don't know. Sorry, guys. I did listen to the first one though. Uh, I guess- I, I'm trust me, I'm terrible at the whole keeping up with podcast things. Just since my job and everything, I I, I don't have time to listen to them. Yeah, it's like I said, it's in and out, man. I, I try. I got a couple days a week where I have a little bit of a time, and I try and schedule it. I need to just get like a Bluetooth earbud mm-hmm. that I can just like stream my podcast into my phone. So then while I'm working, like completely ignore customers and just continue mm-hmm. to work while I listen to the podcasts. That would be probably the best thing to do. Yeah, Stay out of trouble. Yep. <laughs> or you need to go in there and when they start talking to you, go, oh, no, 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 no habla anglais. You know, or fucking do that. Even though I'm like totally fucking white. <laughs> white. <laughs> with the red beard and everything. <laughs> that, but see, that's what makes it great because then they're just like, what? Oh, no, habla inglés. <laughs> be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh no, senor! No. And then I just uh, speak English. I Google a picture of uh, who's that Mexican boxer that looks like me, pretty much. The Mexican boxer that looks like you. I have yeah. no fucking idea, dude. There is a fucking Mexican boxer that's a ginger. Uh, I don't know. I have to look I'm, that up. This is the this is the quiz question of the week. If you can name the Mexican boxer that looks like Eric, then he'll send you a fucking dick pic. Whoa, I did not say that. Oh. Okay. Well, I might do it anyway. Oh, okay. If if you if you have the answer, the answer is Canelo Alvarez. All right, look him up everybody. Look him up. I'm going to do a fucking side he by is side a, of a you. A ginger Mexican. He okay. doesn't have the beard, but Oh my god, I'll draw one on him. What's his name again? Canelo Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez. Well, Alvarez. Yeah. About Canelo. All right. I'm going to try and find that, and I'll put it up on the, uh, on the Facebook Try and, and find Twitter. it. It'll be pretty easy. He's actually kind of popular. Okay. Well, I'm going to do a side-by-side, and we'll let He fought uh, compare. Money Mayweather, that oh. jackass. Whoa. <clears throat> yeah, I just called out Mayweather. He'd probably whip my ass, but I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, isn't he fighting some MMA dude? Mm-hmm. Isn't he uh, <laughs> fighting the the Irish dude? What the fuck is his name? Conor McGregor. McGregor? Yeah. I've heard. Yeah, talks they're fighting about it. like in June or some shit. No, no, no. It's, it's actually happening. Oh, it is happening. Yeah, it's actually happening. It's, dude. Mm. If it was MMA style. He gets ass beat. I would say Mayweather would get his fucking shit pushed in. Mm-hmm. 
but it's I think it's actual boxing. So I it's just a money grab. That's all it is. Oh fucking fuck yeah. stupid shit. So don't pay for that, folks. Do not yeah. pay for it. This isn't you. Ain't gonna be worth your time. Well, when is that again? Just like every Mayweather fight, it's not worth your fucking time. Uh, it's all a sham. I'm telling you, dude. I know. I uh, my fucking brother-in-law wanted to see the Pacquiao fight, so we he couldn't get it ordered. So we ordered it over here. He paid for it. So we watched the Mayweather Pacquiao fight, and it was fucking trash. Yeah, just like every Mayweather fight. It was. He sits there and dodges and dodges and dodges. I don't remember who fucking fought before, but that fight before is really good. But yeah, those two fucking. I'm like, this. What are we doing here? These the fight be before might have been the Canelo Alvarez fight. I don't know, man, but that one was hard hitting. Some ass beating going on, on that one. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, if we make it till then, don't yeah. buy it. Eric said not to. If North Korea doesn't bomb us before then. Now nah, they won't bomb us. Don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't buy it. <laughs> if we live, don't buy it. Mm-hmm. If we die, then you don't have to worry about it. Well, again, I just want to say uh, happy Easter to all our good Christian listeners. Ten, nine, Praise the Lord. Eight, seven, yeah, six, boner five, Jesus four, coming at you three, mm-hmm. two, in 3D. One.